Good morning, my friends. I figure that uh, nearly first thing in the morning, although it's nearly 10 o'clock where I am, um, is a good time to to join y'all and, and get into a little of this. Um, yesterday's podcast, is it just yesterday? Oh my goodness. I'm doing well, two days in a row. I want you all to know that this is a thing. You know, because as I said before, I'm not reliable on uh, uh, scheduling. So, um, yesterday's was Fun Facts Part 1. Today we've got Fun Facts Part 2. Okay, and before I ran across a tidbit uh, from something I wrote several years ago, um, Joe DiMaggio in his career had more home runs than strikeouts and anybody who knows baseball knows that's a really big thing okay now because I didn't want I didn't write it down and I didn't want to forget it so there you go that's your first tidbit of the day um we're going to continue on I um as I mentioned last time I found this website 101 fun facts uh, random, interesting, unusual, whatever they are. Um, I find them interesting, and I'm hoping that y'all do too. So we're going to continue on with uh, with several of these. And as we go, just be prepared because I tend to uh, elaborate. <laughs> go, go on on a side note or whatever, okay? All right, let's go. All of an adult human's blood vessels, if they were laid out end to end, would measure about 100,000 miles. At that distance, they could circle the earth four times. And that's all inside your body. Okay? And I've seen some people, I don't know how they keep all their... their their, their organs in their tiny little bodies, let alone all of that. So there you go. According to recent research, the human nose <clears throat> can distinguish at least a trillion different odors. Can. Doesn't mean it does, but it can. All right. Okay, still on the body kick. The longest fingernails ever were over 28 feet in total. An American, Lee Redmond, started growing them in 1979 and set the record in 2008. Sadly, she lost her nails in a car crash in 2009. Okay, now, I have a comment that I really, really want to make at this point, but I'm not so sure it would be the best comment. I'm just wondering how you function with 28 feet of fingernails, if you get my drift. There are things that a person must do every day that requires your hands and 28 feet of fingernails would not only get in the way, it would be dangerous. 
That's all I'm gonna say. All right, we're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I think it's me shivers. Okay, the origin of the word sinister reflects a historical bias against left-handed people. It comes from the left, the Latin word for left, which was also seen to be unlucky or evil. Well, that's that's cheerful. So, what about people who are ambidextrous? Do we fight with the, the good and the evil every time we pick up a pen? Who knows, right? Uh, let's see here. There is not one letter Q in any U.S. state name. The only letter in the alphabet to be missing. J and Z are only represented once each in New Jersey and Arizona. Okay, I will I will put this out there before I go on. Some of these facts, um, they're interesting in their uniqueness, you might say. Others are going to um, bring comments of so. Just putting that out there because, believe me, I know. Okay, we talked about the word sinister. The word strength is the longest word in the English language with only one vowel. Okay, check it out. It's true. Okay, cartoonist Mort Walker created Beetle Bailey. He came up with the names for the things we often see in comics and cartoons. Briffitt is the dust cloud a character makes when he runs away quickly. Pludes, P-L-E-W-D-S, are the beads of sweat when a character is under duress. And Grawfix, gra, gra, hold on here, Grawlix, G-R-A-W-L-I-X, are symbols such as, okay, now, Pound sign, at sign, percentage sign, you know, when they're all put together. That stands for curse words. Okay? Mort Walker came up with all that stuff. I know, that's profound, isn't it? Okay, a mashup of two words to make a new word, such as breakfast and lunch into brunch or motel from motor and hotel, is called a portmanteau. And if, in case you're wondering, the word portmanteau itself is not a portmanteau. <laughs> it's a compound word that refers to a dual-sided suitcase. Now, in case you're wondering what a dual-sided suitcase is, a normal suitcase is one, let's say you lay it on the bed, you flip the lock, and you open it, and there's your inside. Okay? A portmanteau you flip the lock and you lift up and there is the inside of the suitcase, but you can turn it over, flip another lock and open it, and there's a whole other section on the other side. Got me? So if you opened both at the same time, it'd like, you know, have wings or something. So there you go. That's a portmanteau. Look it up. As I said yesterday, you can Google everything. <coughs> Okay, let's see. The the, uh, the dog ate John Steinbeck's homework, literally. The author's pup chewed up an early version of, of Mice and Men. 
I was pretty mad, but the poor fellow may have been acting critically, he wrote. Okay, I've never had a dog eat one of my manuscripts, but I did have a granddaughter eat it. So, I took that as a, uh, uh, a critical uh, opinion and went on to something else. Um, and speaking of writers, among lost works, this story might be even worse. Ernest Hemingway's first wife, Hadley, left a suitcase full of the author's writing on a train. When she went back to get it, it was gone. I'd never seen anyone hurt by a thing other than death or unbearable suffering except Hadley when she told me about the things being gone, Hemingway wrote in A Movable Feast. Speaking as someone who has like stacks and stacks and stacks of unfinished manuscripts, um, some of them I have kept for more than 40 years. And if something happened to them, I would be mortified on a couple of levels. First of all, they'd be gone and I could not reproduce them. And second of all, some of them are so horrible that I wouldn't want anybody else to see them. But I keep them to remind myself that we all improve over time. Okay, still on, on the, uh, uh, the writer's kick here. The original title of Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice... Prejudice was First Impressions. It doesn't hold the same power if you ask me. Pride and Prejudice is not only a great title, in my opinion, but it also describes the story very well. Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein when she was 18 during a ghost story competition while she was staying in Switzerland with writers Percy Shelley, who, by the way, was her lover, and Lord Byron. 18, and she wrote that. That's pretty cool. My work at 18, well, let's just say it didn't even make that 40-year-old uh, pile that I keep tucked away. It was so bad. German chocolate cake doesn't come from Germany. It was named for a person, Sam German, who created a type of baking chocolate for bakers in 1852. Hawaiian pizza, Hawaiian pizza, okay, was created in Ontario, Canada by a Greek em immigrant named Sam Pan Panopoulos in 1962. And I may spark yet another debate on this when I say that putting fruit on pizza is nuts, okay? No, no. That's, that's, to me, that is a lot like putting vegetables in jello. That is equally gross. But that's just me. Almost all commercially grown artichokes, 99.9% .9 as a matter of fact, come from California. One town in particular, Castroville, is nicknamed the artichoke capital of the world. And I know you were all just dying to know where your artichokes came from. The different colors of Fruit Loop cereal all taste the same. They're not individual flavors. I'm sorry. And what's inside a Kit Kat? Broken Kit Kats that are damaged during production, they get ground up and go between the wafers inside along with cocoa and sugar. That's a way to not let anything go to waste. Okay? 
Pound cake got its name because the original recipe required a pound each of butter, flour, sugar, and eggs. That's a lot of cake. And, and it was meant to last for a long time, but wow. And the difference between jam and jelly is that jam is made with mashed up fruit while jelly is made with fruit juice. Preserves, I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly, preserves are like jam, but made with more of the whole fruit. Marmalade is preserves made from citrus fruit. You needed to know that today, didn't you? Right before you go in and have a waffle with marmalade on it. Flamin' Hot Cheetos, yeah, I know there's, there are those out there who love them, were developed by a janitor at Frito-Lay. Richard Montanez, who got the idea after putting chili powder on some reject Cheetos and then pitched it to the CEO. He's now a success, successful executive and a motivational speaker, and a movie is in the works about his life. All right, sorry, you had a slight little delay in there. Um, sometimes there are interruptions in life, aren't there? Uh, let's see, we were talking about marmalade and flaming hot Cheetos. Oh, mercy. And so far, none of this has made me hungry, so we're off to different things. Um, Coca-Cola actually sells soup in a can. Bastroni is a nourishing meal on the go, and it's available in two flavors in Japan. Okay. The biggest pizza ever created. Oh, get this, people. 13,580 square feet. It was made in Rome, Italy in 2012. The pizza was gluten-free and named Octavia after a Roman emperor. That's that information is from the guinnessworldrecords.com and why you'd want to do that I, I don't know unless you just really seriously want to feed the entire town all at once okay right now the tallest building in the world is the Burj Khalifa in Dubai it stands at over 2,700 feet tall now those of us in the Midwest can put that into a little bit of perspective. The Gateway Arch in St. Louis is 630 feet tall. Yeah. So it's way more than three times. Okay. The tallest building in the U.S. is one World Trade Center in New York City, which comes in at number six on the worldwide list. It extends at exactly 1,776 feet as a nod to the date of the Declaration of Independence. The Empire State Building in New York was the tallest building in the world from 1931 until 1971 and was the first building of more than 100 floors. So contrary to popular popular belief it's really really hard 
to see the Great Wall of China from space, particularly with the naked eye. Just putting that out there in case you plan to go to space next week. The first footprints on the moon will remain there for a million years. That information comes from NASA itself. The days in, on Venus are longer than years. Due to its slow axis rotation, it takes 243 Earth days to spin once, but it only takes 225 Earth days to go around the sun. Think about that. That'll blow your mind, won't it? Okay, humans could never actually land on Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, or Neptune because they're made of gas and they have no solid surface. Now that one blows my mind. The whole entire thing is made of gases. Wow. But you could ice skate on one of Jupiter's moons, Europa, which is covered in ice. An axle jump could take you 22 feet into the air. No, thank you very much. Okay, our modern interpretation of Santa Claus with the red outfit and the white beard is due in large part to holiday Coca-Cola ads that began in 1931. That's where we got the picture. Queen Victoria's husband, Prince Albert, wasn't the first to introduce Christmas trees to Britain from his native Germany. Queen Charlotte did that in the late 1700s. But Victoria and Albert are credited with popularizing the custom in the mid-1800s. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all into thinking about Christmas only because it's cooler then, and right now it's, well, shall we say, not cool. Okay, Buckingham Palace in London, England has 775 rooms, including, get this, 78 bathrooms. I'm just going to leave that there. The White House in Washington, D.C. has 132 rooms, including, you got it, 35 bathrooms. Okay, and it takes five 170 gallons of paint to paint the exterior of our White House. 570 gallons. Think about that. And the teddy bear, we've all had our teddy bear, right? I still have a big one. Okay, I will say that the granddaughter has sort of confiscated it, but it's here anyway. But the teddy bear is named after President Theodore Roosevelt after he refused to shoot a captured black bear on a hunt, a stuffed animal maker decided to create a bear and name it after the president. Talk still into toys, Lincoln Logs, I don't know about you, but I loved Lincoln Logs when I was a kid, were created by John Lloyd Wright. You got it. The son of the famous architect Frank Lloyd Wright. They were, they were created in the 1920s. They were named after Abraham Lincoln, of course, who grew up in a log cabin. Now, get this. Plato, yeah, Plato, you know, started out as a wallpaper cleaner before the head of the struggling company realized the non-toxic material made a good modeling clay for children, so he rebranded it. 
Now, I, for one, have always enjoyed a little Play-Doh from time to time. In the 1940s, a retired school teacher came up with the game of Candyland to entertain children who were hospitalized from polio. Because its color system required no reading, young kids could easily play. I remember having it for my kids. People started wearing pajamas, originally spelled P-Y-J-A-M-A-S, instead of nightgowns so they'd pre be prepared to run outside in public during World War I air raids in England. Well, that's something. At medieval times, dinner attractions, and you might have heard of these, you eat with your hands because people didn't use utensils in the Middle Ages. Knives, forks, spoons, didn't have them. Okay? Freelancers originally referred to self-employed, sword-wielding mercenaries, literally freelancers. Okay. And have you ever wondered why shaking hands is a thing? <laughs> we shake hands to show that we are unarmed. Yeah. Yeah. Although no longer connected to the beer company, Guinness World Records was founded by the managing director of Guinness Brewery in the 1950s. Michelin stars are highly coveted by elite and upscale restaurants the world over, but they're actually given out by the Michelin Tire Company, the same one whose mascot is the marshmallow-like Michelin Man. If you want to get fancy, pronounce it in its original French, Michelet. That's it. More people visit France than any other country. Spain is second and the U.S. is third. Or at least it was until recently, as far as I understand. You can still stay at the world's oldest hotel. Okay, now bear with me for a second here. Nishiyama Ansen Kiyonkan in Japan was founded in 705 AD. This hotel is still open for business. Yeah. The longest place name in the world is 85 letters long in New Zealand. And no, I am not about to try to pronounce this thing. It's longer than my arm. Locals just call it Tomata Hill. T-A-U-M-A-T-A. -A. And that's how that extra long word starts. That's the first letters. T-A-U-M-A-T-A. -A. If I was really cruel and evil, I would spell out this whole thing. I'm tempted. But I'll give you a break and I won't. Okay? But it's 85 letters long. Dang. And the coldest temperature ever recorded occurred in Antarctica. A negative 144 Fahrenheit. That's 144 degrees below zero. I don't like 40 degrees above zero. Just putting that out there. This was recorded by researchers in a scientific journal in 2018. Dang. I thought my toes got cold and, you know. Anyway, the hottest temperature ever recorded occurred in Furnace Creek, Death Valley, California on July 10th, 1913. 
it was 134 degrees. Yeah, that's a plus 134 degrees Fahrenheit. <sighs> it gets 80, I start getting cranky. So I would not go well. Japan records the most earthquakes of any country in the world, but the most earthquakes actually occurs in Indonesia. They don't record all of them. Every year, 16 million thunderstorms happen around the world, and at any given moment, there are about 2,000 thunderstorms in progress. We had a whopper yesterday. It was fun. I'm one of those weird people who really, really enjoys them. So just go with that, okay? Sweden, get this, has 267,570 islands. The most of any country in the world. Australia contains a number of pink lakes, but the most stunning is the Pepto-Bismol colored Lake Hillier. The color may be a result of certain algae. I would, I would expect that would be true, but ew, I wouldn't go swimming. <laughs> let's, just, let's just put that out there too. At over 29,000 feet, Mount Everest is the highest point on earth, but it doesn't compare to the deepest point on earth, the Mariana Trench, which is over 36,000 feet deep. That's nearly seven miles down in the Pacific Ocean. Seven miles. Think about something that is seven miles from you and just imagine the ocean being that deep. In a related fact, something I read recently, something like 70% of all ocean area is completely unexplored and scientists have absolutely no idea what's down there. Just, yeah, think about that one. Okay, this isn't exactly a fun fact, but it is a fact. But there are over 200 dead bodies of climbers on Mount Everest because it's so difficult to bring them down. Yeah, I know. That's depressing. Only two people have ever swum the entire length of the 2,350-mile Mississippi River. Slovenian long-distance swimmer Martin Strell in 2002 and American former Navy SEAL Chris Ring in 2015. Strell swam for 68 days in a row. Ring took one day off a week, taking 181 days. I have, I, I live relatively near to the Mississippi River and I, I wouldn't want to swim in that. Nope, 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 nope. I'm not a swimmer, so that part may have something to do with it. Okay, visitors are not allowed to scatter loved ones' ashes at Disney World or Disneyland. This is apparently a problem, particularly around the Haunted Mansion attraction. <sighs> I got nothing. I, I got nothing to say to that. The man who designed the Pringles can, Fred Bauer, is buried in one. Or at least some of his ashes are. Okay. 
Personally, uh, you can put my my ashes in in the in the dirt around uh, the pitching mound at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. I'd be you know forever grateful. <laughs> I know that's not happening either, but it's okay. There's a world record for the holder of the most world records. Of course there is. Why wouldn't there be? Ashrita Furman, who set more than 600 records and currently holds more than 200. His records have ranged from, ranged from the fastest mile on a pogo stick, longest time to hula hoop underwater, and the greatest distance traveled on a bicycle balancing a milk bottle on his head. Why are these things even out there? I don't know. But I have a challenge for you, my people. And I've often wondered about this and thought it might be fun to look into. So I have a challenge for you. I want you to peruse the records from the Guinness Book of World Records and find one that might possibly be something you could strive to beat. I plan to do this because I can, okay? I strive to do many things just because I can. I have a uh, certificate of ministry because it was another accomplishment, okay? There's a lot of things. So, try that out. And in the meantime, remember what I always tell you. Please, please remember. Especially these days. My people, please be kind to each other. We've all got different opinions. We've all got different beliefs. But we're all part of the same family. Alright? So be good to each other. Be kind to each other. And have a little respect for your fellow man. And smile. I love you. Bye.